Hey, this is Dino, and I'm the pastor of Revolution Church. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope this message is encouraging to you and will help you to discover God's unchanging love. For more information, visit our website at therevolutionchurch.com. Enjoy the message. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. Man, I'm so excited about what's about to happen right now. You've come to this place where you've been worshiping God, allowing the Holy Spirit to actually speak, speak to your heart. And whether you believe it or not, He's speaking to my heart too. I'm asking you to open your hearts up. Be ready to receive today. Holy Spirit is present and He's ready to work on your behalf. Well, good morning, Revolution. It's great to be with you this Sunday morning, and it's always an honor and a privilege to talk about God's Word, to bring a message of hope, a message that can really change our lives. And that's why we do what we do. This is why I do what I do. This is why Pastor Dino does what he does. It's because we truly believe that this Word, the Bible, can change our lives. I want to give a shout out to your pastors. Man, they've been in a, in a season where they've been praying and believing about the next steps for Revolution Church. And um, I just want to ask that you uphold their arms in prayer. Pray in the Holy Spirit for them. They're looking for divine direction for you so that we can know the next steps for where revolution is going to go. We're not going anywhere. We're still here. We're still ministering the Word of God. But, you know, we want to do something special for the kingdom. And we're always looking forward to seeing what God is about to do in our lives. And if we would just remain open, God is going to speak to us so clearly. So let's just keep on believing with them that God's perfect plan for revolution starts to come to pass. Love this message series that Pastor Dino is currently doing called Ghost Stories. And I hope it's been a blessing to you. I hope this series of teaching has changed uh, has changed our minds of how we see the Holy Spirit in our lives. So let's not take for granted this series. Let's not take for granted this precious gift, this gift that God has given us. His name is Holy Spirit. He's part of the Holy Trinity. He's our helper, and he's ready to serve us at, at, at any given moment. Loved how Pastor Dino talked about started the series describing the Holy Spirit as living water. Yes, living water. Uh, how this living water can give us an advantage in life and, and, and especially with things to come. You know, this, this whole series is very attractive to me because it's very personable to me. It's one thing to be saved but it's another thing 
to be filled with the power of the living God. And that's what the baptism of the Holy Spirit's all about. You see, I was saved and I was going to heaven. And I'm so thankful that I found the pathway to heaven by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But someone started introducing me to this Holy Spirit. And I didn't, I didn't know what this was all about, you know. You know, ghost or goo, you know, ooh, you know. I didn't know what this Holy Spirit was. I had a lot of religious thinking. And uh, my, my encounter with the Holy Spirit was so special, it changed my life. I went from, yes, I'm saved, but now I'm empowered by the living God through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's why I like talking about this, 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 this topic, this topic of the Holy Spirit. It changed my life. And I believe that at the end of this series, or maybe during this series, it's going to change your life. You're going to see the Holy Spirit in a whole different way. Why? Because he's right here, right now, ready to minister to you as I speak, as you walk in life, as you go to work. He's ready, ready to help you in time of need. And then last week, Pastor Dino talked about, you know, how we have to, uh, how the Holy Spirit will remind us of the Word of God to help us uh, lead a good, victorious life. I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He just reminds us of things to come. He shows us things to come, but He does it through the Word of God. We just have to believe it, folks. We got to believe we have an all-star team living on the inside of us. We have our Heavenly Father who loves us, Jesus who sacrificed himself for us. But we have the Holy Spirit who's right here on planet Earth, ready to serve us, ready to show us, ready to protect us, ready to give us the plan that God has for our lives. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this wonderful day. Lord, we're just worshiping you, praising you, believing that today is gonna to be an outstanding day. Believing today that this Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us just comes alive in such a real way. We invite you, Holy Spirit, for every person that's listening, every person that's viewing right now, I pray eyes of their understanding be enlightened to get to know who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to start off this message today uh, by asking a really silly question, but how many like new things? How many like new things? I mean, come on. Everybody like new things? I like new things. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, uh, my wife, I, I know my wife likes new things. My kids like new things. Everybody likes new things. Don't you agree? All right. Um, you know, we all like the new phones, the new gadgets, you know, that come out in, in, in the market. We like new homes. We like new vehicles. Everything about life, we just like new. 
And, you know, it, if you're in an apartment right now and you're buying your first home, that could be new for you. I totally understand it, but it's still new. But there's something on the inside of us that I think that God put into, uh, into us that says we like new things. And it's something, I'm not sure if it's an urge or a press or something that's on the inside of us that's always wanting new things. And I think it's good because it takes that urge and we can take that urge, that, that press, and we can shift it to the new things that God has already given us. You know what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17? It says, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, new things have come. Now, many times when we see that scripture, we always think about our salvation going to heaven, that we are new creatures, and that's absolutely true. But there's something more to this scripture because God is doing something new in us because of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So every hour, every week, every day could be something new if you would just believe and receive that newness in your life. Just direct it to God. Just ask God, God, hey, God, today, I want the new thing that's happening in my life. I want that new job. I want that new opening. I want to have that new conversation. Just ask God because tomorrow is going to be a new day. The next day is going to be a new day. The following day is a new day. It can always be brand new. All right? So just have no confidence. Listen, have no confidence in yourself. Have all the confidence in Jesus. Have all the confidence in the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us. I love what uh, Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. Let me just read this to you. I was circumcised when I was 8 years old. I'm a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew. If there ever was one, I was a member of the Pharisees who demanded the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. Sounds like he thought he knew it all. Sounds like he thought he had, he, he, he was in the new, but that was the old. Because in a minute here, you're going to see what he says about where he stood with God. It says here in verse 7, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all garbage so that I could gain Christ. He said, I'm going to relinquish my whole past 
all that I've learned, because there is a new way of living, a new way where I want to go. And Christ has revealed himself to me. And not only has he revealed himself to me, but he introduced me. This is Paul speaking. He introduced me to the Holy Spirit who took me on a track that is a better, a better way of living. A better way of living. And that's why we're doing this series, folks. We're doing this series because there's a better way of living if we include the Holy Spirit in everything that we do. And so Paul said, I want to gain Christ. Why? Because he wanted to gain everything that Christ could offer him. The power, the strength, the, the values, everything that God had that wanted, that God, that God wanted to give mankind, it was given and Paul received it. And if Paul can receive it, you can receive it too. All right. So it says here, um, it's through the Holy Spirit, though that we can see life change. I want to read this, this one scripture, because the question is, how did Paul gain Christ? Paul gained Christ with the help of the Holy Spirit. So in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, and many of us know this scripture, it says, for in him we live and move and have our being. In him, in Christ, we live and move and have our being. So how do we do this? I mean, here Christ is seated in heavenly places, but he's also in us right now. So how does this happen? Well, it's the Holy Spirit who causes us to live in Christ, to move in Christ, to be in Christ. See, this Holy Spirit this, this, he is so important because he's the workhorse of the Trinity. Yes, God is sovereign and he's commanding. Yes, and Jesus, he did his part. He sacrificially gave his life for all mankind. But Jesus said, I'm sending you a helper, the Holy Spirit who will help you in your time of need. And that's who we have right now. He is with us wherever we go as a believer. As a Christ follower, the Holy Spirit is with us. He's able to help us live, move, and have our being in Christ. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to break down Acts chapter 17, verse 28, because I just really believe the Holy Spirit wants to lead us in these three avenues. And you'll note, you'll note that at the end of this, uh, this talk, you're going to find out the reason why we need to live and move and have our being. So the Holy Spirit helps us live in Christ. That's the first one, right? So the Holy Spirit brings to our attention, uh, scriptures like John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I came to give you life, and life that's abundant. So the Holy Spirit, like Pastor Dino said last week, he'll remind us of these scriptures so that we can be revitalized. You know, we can be encouraged. But not only does he bring it to our attention, but he's the one who actually makes it happen. He goes into force. He goes in and he removes all the obstacles that are, that are in your way, my way, for receiving what God has for us. His perfect plan. Not his good plan, but his perfect plan. And that's his, he's like that, he's like that, that, 
that, that machine that just bulldozes everything away so that there's a clear path to Jesus Christ so that you can receive what God has for you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He brings us this life. He brings it to our attention, and then he makes it happen. Another area that he brings to our attention is, is he tells us how blessed and how successful we are in our lives. I mean, listen, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, no doubt about it. And he's the strength that gives us the courage to stand in the midst of adversity. When you feel like there is no blessing coming my way. But the Bible says that we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And I believe that's what the Holy Spirit does. He brings that to our attention. But he not only brings it to our attention, he makes it happen. He makes us blessed. He makes us successful in everything that we do. Yeah, but I don't feel successful, Pastor Anton. I feel like nothing's going my way. Yeah, but he's for you and not against you. That's what the Bible says. See, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He reminds you of things that, that, that you need to hear so that you can stay encouraged. Well, bad things are always happening to me, Pastor Anton. I mean, left and right. I, I just can't, I can't get a break. Listen, there are no breaks with God. You are successful because you are in the body of Christ and the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. So if you're looking for a break, just depend on the Holy Spirit who speaks to you the scriptures. That's why it's important to know the scriptures. It's important to read the Bible because when you read the Bible, man, somehow the Holy Spirit who's connected to your spirit is going to remind you of that cause so that you can hold on to that word and know that God has the solution. Maybe you're overwhelmed with fear. Maybe you're, you're doubting yourself. But listen, the Bible says, and that's why it's important to know the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you know what? Perfect love. The perfect love that's on the inside of you right now. That the Holy Spirit makes real to you right now. Cast all that fear. He's the workhorse. He's the one doing the work. He's the one living on the inside of you if we just depend on him. Uh, another area that the Holy, the Holy Spirit brings to our attention is our destiny and purpose. Wow, that's a big one. Destiny and purpose. Well, Pastor Anton, I just don't feel like I have any destiny. I feel like I have no purpose in life. I feel like I just exist. I'm just existing. Listen, I got to back that truck up just for a minute here. Because the day that you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, listen to me now. All the motion of destiny and purpose the Holy Spirit put into action. See, many of us don't know this. We think that, you know, well, we're just saved, we're just, we're just going to heaven, that we have to work on a lot of things in our lives. But all the characteristics of Jesus lives on the inside of you. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As a matter of fact, listen, 
as a Christ follower, because that's what the Holy Spirit, he makes them real. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are already in you. You're not, you're, you don't have to acquire anything. It's already on the inside of you. And the Holy Spirit's job is to make that, 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 that gift, that character, just come alive on the inside of you. Why? To be a benefit for you, your family, people around you, your church, right? But you have destiny. You have a purpose. And the Holy Spirit put that into motion the day that you said yes to Jesus. That's awesome news right there. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance. Did you get that? He chose us in advance. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. So that's what the Holy Spirit's doing. There's a plan on the inside of you. He's ready to minister it through you, exercise it through you. If we'll just listen for the Holy Spirit, if we'll just listen to messages like this, if we just listen and hear the word of God, because the word is alive, it's active, sharper than any double-edged sword. When you start reading that Bible and you see it for yourself, not for anybody else, just for yourself, something on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit just tricks. I know there are times when I'm reading the Bible, I get so excited. It's like, whoa, this is so, this is so good for me. What gets me excited? It's just words on a piece of paper, but it's the Holy Spirit in those words that makes me alive on the inside. It'll make you alive on you. Just read it for yourself. All right. So let's not have the enemy rob us of this inheritance. Thank God for the Holy Spirit who brings this to our attention. But we need to believe the truths of the Bible so that we can move in the direction that God has planned for us. So number one, he helps us live in Christ. Number two, the Holy Spirit helps us move in Christ. You know, and every time we talk about the Holy Spirit, we think it's just spiritual things. No, he'll help us move in areas that we need help in everyday life, in all the things that we have to do in, in our workplace, our families, I mean, conversations that we need to have with people, he'll work it through you. He'll move through you. So not only does, again, not only does he bring these the scriptures that we're about to read here to our attention, but he makes them happen. He makes them happen. Well, if he's making everything happen, then why am I going through the things that I'm going through? Because you and I are not robots. He needs someone to believe this word. He needs someone to believe that the Holy Spirit is going to actually speak to that person. This is allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. You know what? 
this is a topic that I, I, I have so many conversations with so many people. Well, how, how are you led by the Holy Spirit? How does he speak to you so clearly? Because I don't hear his voice. And sometimes it's not about a voice. And we're going to talk about a couple of examples here in a second. But it's really listening with your heart, not with your head. Did you get what I said? It's listening with your heart and not with your head. And now I'm not talking about emotional listening. I'm talking about actually listening for the voice of the Spirit who is so close to you, closer than a brother, who speaks to you the secrets of God. Areas that you don't even know, but he's right there with you. That's how you be led by the Spirit of God. So the very first thing, let me just tell you what I do. First thing I do is I eliminate my self-effort. I just, I say, you know what? I mean, I could figure this out. I could figure out how to get out of this situation. I could, I could strategize and plan and do everything else. But, you know, it takes twice as more, three times more work to try to figure it out than just to say, you know what? I'm not going to do it on my own. I need you, Holy Spirit. So I'm going to ask you, which direction do we go? How do we go? What do we do? And when you're open to doing that, what you're really saying is, I'm humbling myself before you, almighty God. I don't have a way, but you have the best way for me. So speak to me. Speak to my heart about that situation. So that's this, this kingdom is all about character. And the character of God is on the inside of you. The kingdom of God is on the inside of you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So in essence, when you understand when we can understand, fully understand that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that we have the peace of God already, that we have the joy of God, the love, it's already on the inside of us. We can actually use those characteristics as a guide. So whenever I'm faced with something, I'm going to ask the question, man, is this the righteousness of God? You know, is that decision, that avenue, that place that I need to go to, does it give me the peace that I need? Does it give me the joy that I need? Listen, if it's not giving you those elements that the Bible talks about, that maybe you need to step away from those things. Maybe you need to go in a different direction. But his kingdom is knowing that you are the righteousness of God. And that that peace that passes all understanding is going to guide you. That joy, unspeakable and full of glory, will give you or propel you to do what you want to do. I remember uh, many years ago, many, many years ago, um, 
I was, I was at home. This is, this is, and my, my brother had called me and he said, hey, we're going to, and this is, at, at, at this time we were, uh, we had, owned some property in Pennsylvania, and we said, hey, uh, he's, he called me up, he said, we're, we're taking a plane ride over to Pennsylvania, and Marcus, my first, uh, uh, my sister's first husband, uh, who went to be with the Lord, uh, he was the pilot, and I thought, oh, man, this is awesome, man, I get to ride in a plane, I mean, no lines at the airport, we're going to get there, do some business, come back home and everything else, I was so excited, man, a plane ride, a plane ride, you know, not fighting traffic, just get in the plane, go, right, well, I looked at, I said, well, I have to look at my schedule, looked at my schedule, and everything was booked, I mean, I, 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 this particular day, they, they were happen to go. They just happened to pick that one day. I don't know why. Maybe their, their, their schedule was open, but mine was not open at all. I mean, I tried changing one thing, and then three other things didn't work out. And then I tried to change those three other things, and five things didn't work out. I just was going nuts. I said, you know what? I'm not fighting against this. I'm just not going to go. They went, and on the flight back, they pl they, the plane crashed on the runway. They couldn't land the plane. And my brother got out. Marcus got out. But I thought about this. What if I was in that plane? What if I couldn't get out? I wouldn't be here today. So sometimes... When things are not going your way, don't fight against it. Just hold back. The Holy Spirit is protecting you. He's watching your back. He's watching your life. Just listen for it and don't, just don't go that, down that road. That's one way of listening for the Holy Spirit. Just recently, I moved to Orlando. And, I, you know, this, this, is, this testimony is... Uh, a message in itself, but just to make a long story short, and I want to say this. Uh, I was praying one day, and the Lord said to me, I live in, I, at this point, I was living in Sanford, Florida, and the Lord said, I was moving. I said, where am I moving to, Lord? I mean, I, I heard it right here in my heart. Where are you moving? Where am I moving? He didn't say a word about where I was going to be, where I was going to be moving. But he said to me, I'll show you. I'll show you. Just do your part. So I did my part, started looking. And everything out there didn't make sense. Everything out there I didn't like. On this one particular day, this one house that I said I didn't want to go look at, my wife insisted. I thank God for my wife. She insisted to go look at this house. So I said, okay. It must be you, Lord, so I'm going to go. So I went to the house, and I didn't even look at the inside of the house. I was on the outside of the house. In the backyard, I turned around on this big platform that I have in my backyard, and the Lord spoke to me. I believe the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, this is your home. Now, I haven't even seen the inside of the house. But right there and then, 
See, folks, when you're listening for the Holy Spirit, when you want him to hear the voice of your heart, he'll speak to you so, so clearly. Of course, we had to go through all the gymnastics of purchasing the house, but we did it. We're in the house now. But it's all because he spoke to me first and said I was moving. And secondly, he pointed out when I was ready to receive that house because I didn't know which house it was. Sometimes it is a move of faith to believe God, folks. You just got to trust God. Trust God with your heart, and he'll lead you in the right direction. Start listening with your heart. Number three, the Holy Spirit helps us be in Christ. And as a result, we'll find the true identity of Christ in us. And listen, the enemy wants us to fail in every side of our lives. He really does. He doesn't want us to succeed. But he's going to influence us in two, uh, just two areas. Remember, we're made up of, you know, we have this body, but, you know, we also have, as a believer, as a Christian, we have a body and we have a mind, you know, it's the will, emotions of, of who we are. And then we have the spirit, which is the spirit man who comes alive when we receive Jesus. But that's who the Holy Spirit attaches himself to, is that, that person. That's the real you. That's the one who speaks to me. The Holy Spirit speaks to my spirit. The things that are about to happen in my life if I just ask. So what the enemy does is he's going to try to influence how the Holy Spirit works in my life. He can't touch my spirit because it belongs to God, but he surely can touch my body. He can, he can try to touch my body and he can try to touch my mind. But remember, you and I have the mind of Christ. You don't have to be touched by the, by the enemy in your mind anymore. So that's what, he's, that's what the enemy does. He tries to influence us, cause us to go astray in our thinking, in our conscious, consciousness. And so that's why it's important to feed our minds with the word of God. Because when we're conscious of the word of God and the result of the word of God, we'll, we'll be at peace. That no matter what comes our way, God is going to come through for us. I love the scripture in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. It says, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve a living God. That's what Jesus did for us. He cleansed us from dead works, old things. And gave us new things. Old things pass away. New things. New things. The Holy Spirit brings the new thing in our lives. Listen. And I just, and just, I was praying about this and I thought, oh, wow. Well, if he cleansed me from dead works in my consciousness, then Jesus must have given me new works in my consciousness. Yes, 
new works, a new way of living, a new way where the Holy Spirit could be the guide of our life. But see, we have to help ourselves. We have to be conscious of who we are in Christ because that's going to sustain us. We got to remember how deeply loved we are in Christ, how much God does love us. Well, I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it, Pastor Anton. Sometimes I feel like God's way over there. No, he's right here, right now. He's on the inside of you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. See, you're led by your emotions right now, but God is trying to help us be led by the Spirit of God so that we can walk with God. Do you hear what I just said? Led by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, so we can walk with God. Sometimes you just got to do it by faith. You got to believe on the inside that you are deeply loved by God. Second thing you can help yourself with is this, is being conscious of God's presence. Oh, hmm. You want a dose, I know this is old, of the Holy Ghost, you get into God's presence and the Holy Spirit starts coming alive. He's the one who brings everything and brings everything into place. He's the one who brings the fullness of joy. He's the one who say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. It's in his presence. And again, we have help, folks. It's the Holy Spirit who reminds us of scriptures that says, in his presence, he'll remind us of that we are the temple. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 16, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. How 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 30 says that we're full of his wisdom, righteousness, redemption, holiness. It's in his presence. He'll remind you of these scriptures. In his presence, he'll remind you of what 1 Peter 2, 2, 9 says, that we are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people, his own special people. It's in his presence. See, when we're conscious of his presence in everything that we do, not just not just on Sunday mornings, folks. It's every moment that we can think about it. It's in the mornings when you have your time with God. It's in your vehicle when, you know, turn off the radio, man. Turn off the music just for a second and listen for the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Stop listening to the news all the bad stuff that's happening right now. But listen to the Holy Spirit. Get into his presence. Put that praise and worship music on that causes you, your brain, to line up 
with your spirit man who lines up with the Holy Spirit. And something special will happen. You'll begin to know exactly where you need to do, where you need to go. Decisions will come easy. Sometimes it's, it's frustrating because you want answers right away. But come into his presence and something precious is going to happen. So when we're in his presence, we're going to move in his direction. The, the, the direction that God wants us to go. And then we'll end up, listen, we'll end up with the life that God has for us. That simple. It is that simple. When we're in his presence, we'll move in the direction that God, the Holy Spirit is asking us to move. And we'll end up with the life that God wants for us. All this is because of one act. One act. Jesus Christ who had a plan. He had a plan for you. He had a plan for me. We're doing this series because the Holy Spirit wants to lay out that plan for you. If we'll just live and move and have our being in Christ, we're going to live and move and be what the Holy Spirit wants us to be. All this was done because of one act, the finished work of Jesus Christ. He made this all happen. I didn't do any of this. Pastor Dino didn't do any of this. Neither, none of the pastors did this. It was Jesus Christ who loved us so much that he decided to leave heaven to fulfill the complete plan for you and me. And it only takes one act. It's humbling ourselves to say, I can't do this anymore on my own. I need Jesus. I need the Holy Spirit. Can I just read one scripture to you? Then we're going to pray. Paul said this to Titus. Titus chapter 3, verse 3 through 5. It says, once we, we too were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But when God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. Not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, his compassion. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. See, everything, folks, starts and finishes with the Holy Spirit.
when you leave planet Earth, you really don't need the Holy Spirit anymore because you'll be next to glory. You'll be seated in heavenly places alongside with Christ. But in the meantime, we can live and move and have our being in Christ by allowing the Holy Spirit to remind us of his word. And then once you get that inkling on the inside, start listening on the inside. Start moving in that direction. If you got peace about it, stick with it. You got joy about it, uh, about that thing, stick with it. If you don't, step away. There's another way. There's a better way. Just keep on asking because he's he loves us that much. And maybe you stepped away from Jesus. I'm asking you to renew your vows almost to the Holy Spirit. Have him come alive on the inside of you as a believer. And watch how he'll quickly come and make his presence known to you. Just get into the presence of Jesus and something special is going to happen. Maybe you're listening for the very first time. You're saying, what's this all about the Holy Spirit, the power of God and listening and knowing destiny and purpose and knowing that I can be healed and knowing that, that there's, there's, there's more life than what I'm experiencing. Yes, there is. His name is Jesus. He loves you, cares so much for you that he died on the cross that if you just believe in him, you would have everlasting life. But it doesn't stop there. You can ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in power. There's a lot to talk about here, folks. Can't talk about this all in about 35 minutes. But this is the key. Get started and allow God to do a great work with you. If you're listening for the very, very first time, this message, God loves you. Just receive him as Lord and Savior. Just say, Jesus, come into my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. I believe that the hand of God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I believe today. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Hopefully this message was encouraging to you. And if it was, tell a friend. And thank you for your generosity. Your generosity enables us to take the message of God's unchanging love all around the world. For more information on how to give and about the ministry, visit us at therevolutionchurch.com. We'll see you right back here next week.